Hey everybody, it's your girl Taja Elder and you are listening to Black Mix with Black podcast. I hope everyone is doing well, but I also understand that it's okay not to be okay in the middle of a pandemic, like really and honestly and truly, okay? It's okay. So I do want to start off by giving y'all some updates, let y'all know what's going on with me, what's going on with this black girl's mind, and what's going on in this black girl's life. Um, So two of my brothers were shot um this year so one of my brothers being my blood brother um and then my other brother being my he's my actual cousin um but I view him as my brother um being the experiences that we experienced together so two of my brothers um and I just want to say that God really has my attention Def God definitely has my attention like He's been moving things. I'm so grateful that my brothers are here with me today. Like, I would not be okay. I mean, 2020 has overall been a lot for me, but that would have just, I can't, I couldn't handle it. So I'm so grateful to God. I've been on my knees and I've been praying. um, And I'm just overwhelmed by joy that he spread so much grace over my family in these times. And I also started a new business, um, so it's called Revamp the Village. Please follow me on Instagram, uh, Revamp the Village, and I specialize in branding. And the purpose is to educate and serve the community with products and services created to propel the community further. If you know me, then you know that I'm a humanitarian, which means I care about humans. So anything that I do, uh, regardless of if it makes money or doesn't make money, is going to be for my community is going to be to make the world a better place for the people who are living here um so i'm really really excited for this new business adventure i'm so excited to be an entrepreneur and you know it's about time i'm really excited um and also i've been going to therapy and i absolutely love it and the reason why i really want to share that i've been going to therapy is me personally growing up i didn't know anyone who went to therapy i heard that um, black people didn't go to therapy. We just go to church and we just pray and um, the God would just make it all right. Um, and then one day at church, when I was in college, my pastor was saying that, yes, God does heal over time, but God does something else awesome. And what he does is he puts people in those places and give them the education and the tools and the knowledge to help his people. And those people happen to be therapists. So, um Yes, if you need therapy, please seek it out. If you have insurance, like care stores, then therapy is free for you. So, and that's something I did not know. But, and it's probably some more, um, some other insurances, but because I only have care stores, that's the only insurance I can speak on. Um, if you're looking for a therapist and you're black, here are some sources for um, black women therapyforblackgirls.com. It's awesome. That's where I found my therapist who is beautiful and black and has natural hair and has a whole personality and owns her own practice. And she's just the boss overall. So I'm really blessed to have been matched with her. And then for my black men, you can go to therapyforblackmen.com and I'm sure you can find an awesome therapist there. Um, something else I want you all to know is that you can date therapists. What do I mean, date your therapist? I mean, you can have, you can try out a therapist, and if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Move on to somebody new. 
because we really need to take care of our mental health. And I know I've been saying that literally probably every episode, but we really need to take care of ourselves. Um, we need our minds. Like once you're, if you're brain dead, you have nothing. So please, 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 if you are in need of therapy, please take that step. If you are ready to take that step, take that step. And I'm so grateful that I did. Um, I'm so grateful. So um, we all know this time has been really stressful just with everything going on. And during the stressful time, there's some things that I've been doing to help me stay positive. So those things include exercising more, writing, reading, exploring music, Hulu. And two shows I've been watching on Hulu right now are The Good Doctor and The Half and Half Knots. So, yes, they're really, really good. Something else that I've been doing, and um, I actually got this from a friend, but um, you know how your phone has like the recording on it. Um, so I've been actually like recording my thoughts, like when I'm like um, driving, and you know, like when you're driving by yourself and you're just alone, like your mind can race and you're thinking about all these different things. So I've been actually like documenting those things and like actually like having that conversation. Like, obviously, I'm like, like Hey, Taja, do you like this color? Yes, I like this color, but. <laughs> Just like expressing out loud the things that I've been going through. And like that's been an awesome way of release. So I definitely recommend it. Um, and also um, just social media overall has been, I know it's been a lot. We've been seeing the Birkin bags and we've been seeing the, the $500 PS5. It's okay if you can't afford those things. We are living in reality in the real world. Please pay your bills and feed yourself okay like that's what's important um it's not important to buy materialistic things that you don't need and cannot afford to buy so i feel like somebody needs to say that because i don't see anybody saying it like um everybody doesn't have the money or the finances or the resources to buy that and even if they have the money they probably you know everybody don't want to spend any money on things like that if you do want that and that's what you desire and you can afford it, then kudos to you. But I just feel like everybody needs to know that it's unrealistic, okay? Everybody don't have it. And just speaking of media, um, I've been, you know, noticing that in the media that uh, it's been a lot of talk about dark-skinned women, dark-skinned black women. And uh, before I do give my views and my comments on this area, I do want to say that I do not speak for all black women. I do not speak for all women or just all dark skinned women. This is my truth and my experiences. So, yes, I definitely want to give that disclaimer. Like, I'm not speaking for everybody. These are just my opinions. And um, something I really noticed is that um, during the... Fresh Prince reunion, the original Aunt Viv, who was a dark-skinned woman, she was saying that to label a dark-skinned difficult, a dark-skinned woman difficult is the kiss of death. And I really agree with that so much, um, whether that's in school, whether that's in the art industry, whether that is um, within your work, your work um, areas, just you don't want to be called difficult. Um, and so I've even had experience with another black woman. She was my superior, um, peace and light to her, but she, um, she did, she tried to put that label on me as being difficult. And if you've ever worked with me, 
I don't agree that I'm a difficult person. I think that I definitely get things done efficiently and fastly. So I get things done very fast. Um, I get things done efficiently. I work with others. So, uh, but that was her way of belittling me. She felt like um, I was doing a better job. And so we really have to be careful, especially as dark-skinned black women. People are proud of you and they're encouraging to you when you're doing just good but once you're doing better than them oh no now you're difficult (laughs) um so that was just one experience of so many others um but we just really have to be careful of that envy and so another question that's been coming up is who should represent the black woman in media And I feel like there's so many different answers. And it's so funny to me that it's so many different answers because, of course, a black woman should represent a black woman in the media. And the reason that this question has been coming up is because of um, in history and throughout media, mixed and biracial women have been representing the black woman. Yes, I do agree. If you are mixed or biracial and you want to identify as black, then you definitely have that right because you are half black. Like, that's just what it is. But if we're representing the black experience as the black woman, the things that we have to go through, the biracial and mixed woman does not always fit into that. They can't really, they don't understand what we go through. They don't. So, um, Yes, they have their own they have their own issues and I do not deny that at all. There's so many things that they go through where they're even getting no love from the black community community or they're not getting any love from the white community and I a hundred percent I I feel you. Um, I see your truth. But in the media, if we're if this is supposed to be a black woman, then yes, I would love to see a black woman. Like, I don't know if that's a lot to ask, but that's just how I feel. And once again, that's an opinion. It's not the view of every black woman. Um, and then also when they talk about uh, dating someone who only dates light skins. Uh, I feel like a lot of my friends who are beautiful and dark skinned, they've had this experience where a man has said, oh, well, um, I've only dated light skins, but you're just so beautiful. Right. Um <laughs> I do not recommend that because what that means, if they're, they really only date light skins and then they're dating you all of a sudden, most likely 10 times out of 10, the light skin is what they want. Um, it's just this misconception out there that dark skinned women are not desired and they're not wanted. Really, what I believe in is love who loves you. So if that means going outside of the black community to date, then hey, I'm not against it. We can't. We can't put ourselves in these boxes where we're only dating black men if black men don't love us. So um, definitely I do, even though I am very pro-black, I'm also pro-black women um, being loved and appreciated and valued and not disrespected and not being used uh, as baby mothers (laughs) Um, and just being used to carry children and being the ride or die chick. No. I just I don't believe in struggle love and we'll definitely we'll definitely have to do an episode about um struggle love and my views on that. But I don't believe in struggle love. Go who go where someone loves you. And I think a good way to find that out is like if 
you know, usually guys talk about like their celebrity crushes or they'll post their celebrity crushes. And I am a heterosexual, so that's the only reason why I'm seeing women and men because I've never experienced um, those the other types of relationships. But I wish that I did have someone here to um, talk about that viewpoint. So I definitely have to look into making it more um, more inclusive in that sense. But um, <clears throat> if their celebrity crushes are only light-skinned women like Rihanna, then that's definitely a red flag. It's a red flag because if you're dark, then that is not, you're not, you don't fit what they desire. Um, and as Kanye West said, when he get on, he leave your A for a white girl. Um, and he said that in his popular song, Gold Digger. And I don't know how that affected the rest of the black girls growing up, but me as a darker black woman, I was like, whoa. And I feel like that's why I felt so strongly about not being a ride or die chick, not holding somebody down. Because I don't want to build a man up just for him to leave and leave and be with a white woman. Um, I think we've all seen it in our lives. I think we've all seen our our family members carry carry children for these black men just for them to leave and be with a white girl. So, um that's the thing and I don't have anything against uh interracial dating like I do date you know outside of my race and I do recommend it if you want to do that do what you want to do um I think the issue and why women have a black woman specifically I'm not speaking for all black women this is once again an opinion but I think the only reason that black women have an issue with black men when they do date outside of their race is because when we date outside of our race we just mind our business and do that when black men date outside of their race they want to disrespect black women. They want to put their women on top of us by talking down on us. They want to disrespect us. Um, they want to say how we are just we're just not able to be loved. And so that's that's I think for a, I think that's what the reason is. That's definitely my reason. Um, you can date whoever you want, but don't disrespect the woman that you came from. You came from us. You would not be here without us. So definitely keep that in mind. Um, and so just moving forward, because that was a super intense topic. Um, I really wanted to talk about COVID-19 and I just feel like it's really draining. I've been feeling so drained and overwhelmed and tired. I just, I hate talking about COVID at work. I just hate it. I hate that everywhere we go, we have to be like, we have to pay attention to it, but that's the reality that we're living in. Like, I think the worst thing about COVID right now is that I feel like I'm letting people down. And when I say that, it's because, like, people are still having events. People are still having their birthday parties and the weddings and just everything. And I'm just not willing to put my family at risk. Um, <laughs> and I feel like that should be respected. But I know for a fact that people are not... Um, People don't believe that COVID is real. So with that being said, of course, they're not going to feel like that I should not be coming to their event because of COVID. Because they feel like COVID is not real. But I I cannot do it. So I, I've been in the house. If I leave out the house, I go to my parents' house. Um, and, then I go, and then I also go to work. My job is right by my parents' house. So my parents really only see me on the days that I go to work. And other than that, I stay in the house. 
it's a sacrifice that we're making um, to make the world a better place. Um, I care about humans. I care about our, our elders. I care about our people who have compromised health. And I just think that we we have to stop traveling. We have to stop putting our families at risk. And that's just where I stand with that. Um, I think also like a difficult part about COVID is that I started my job during COVID, my new job during COVID. So I haven't really interacted with the staff there um, that, you know, like the staff that you don't actually have to interact with. Um, I haven't really interacted with them. And like me personally, I think that I would have. But because of COVID and me not wanting to really expose myself to myself to other um, people, I really just stay in my office or like some day, most days I work at home. And so that's been really, really difficult as well. Um, but everything is everything. And, and if you know what that means, then you know. And if you don't, you don't. But everything is everything. Um, so I'm wishing love and light on everyone during these times. Um, I personally feel extremely, I feel like surrounded by death, being that I am in Cleveland, Ohio, and so many people are being killed every single day. Um, a black lady in her 80s was killed in her home along with a three-year-old over this past summer. And so this city has been like really weighing down on me for sure. But I definitely love my city. There's so many good that go with the bad for sure. But we are definitely living a time of revelations. And so I hope and pray that I'm leaving a positive impact on everyone that I meet. So um, thank you guys for listening. Love and light. Um, please follow Black Miss with Black podcast on Instagram. And that is B-M-W-B-P-O-D. So thank you guys. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And once again, thank you for listening.